someday comes back Put your makeup on, fix your hair real pretty Then meet me tonight in Atlantic City I fucking love this song It's like one of the best Bruce Springsteen songs ever The only problem is, is that everybody who covers this song just does a better job But it's still, let's not forget where it came from, you know what I'm saying? Let's not forget where the uh, Anthony on Air podcast comes from either, kids, fellers, ladies. Uh, it comes from uh, your support, that's for certain. So make sure you're visiting our sponsors on anthonyonair.com. Go there, click on the Amazon banner, for instance, and uh, order yourself up something. Fuck it, you deserve it, you know what I'm saying? You need a little, yeah, you've had a rough whatever, week, month, year. Don't you buy yourself something. You can get uh, awesome discounts and uh, all kinds of deals by going through anthonyonair.com. Just by clicking that link, Amazon magically shifts because they know where you've come from. They know you've come from anthonyonair.com. And there's uh, instant offers uh, there, instant deals sometimes. It depends on what you're looking for and when you're clicking. But uh, if you got to purchase something and you're going to do it online, you might as well go through anthonyonair.com and try the Amazon banner. Maybe save yourself some bucks, and, of course, it all goes to help support the Anthony on Air podcast. That's a fact. Maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on or fix your hair real pretty. Have you meet tonight in Atlantic City? Parental guidance is suggested. Drive home with Anthony. All the music from this episode of the uh, Anthony on Air podcast is listed and available for you to check out at anthonyonair.com. Just click on the podcast section. Maybe you're already there. That's where you're listening from. Or maybe you're listening on your iPhone or your iPad. I appreciate that. Uh, go to anthonyonair.com. You can see all the songs that I use in this episode of the Anthony on Air podcast. And there's great music, too. Uh, there's so much great music coming out. And here's the problem. Somebody... Somehow, see, here's the thing. We all talk about Syria and what our role is in the world. And some people feel like we need to be there for other countries. And some people feel like, hey, we need to take care of our own first. But here's the thing. Sometimes as a country and as our government, we need to make sure that somebody's keeping an eye on Eddie Murphy so that he doesn't go back into the studio and make another song. Do you remember My Girl Wants to Party All the Time? <laughs> My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. This is the worst fucking song in the history of music. This, we built this city on rock and roll. I mean, they're very close. We built the city on rock and roll. It's fucking annoying. It really is. Let's be honest. Let's, can we be frank? Five drinks in and you're going to be fairly amused by My Girl Wants to Party All the Time. Five drinks in and you're still going to hate We Built This City on Rock and Roll. That song still sucks. doesn't matter how much you drink, eat, or smoke. It doesn't matter. That song sucks. That's why that will forever be the worst song in history. But My Girl Wants to Party All the Time sucks also. It is a terrible song. 
And after that, I'm not sure. You know, sometimes, we, listen, we have our lapses. Did we have our guard down on September 11th? We did. Unfortunately, we did. There were some warning signs. But you think to yourself, who would actually do that? You know, who would actually fly planes into a building? I know the government was warned, but still, you, you still think to yourself, who would do that? Like Pearl Harbor. Who would, who, who dare would try it? But it was tried. And the same thing goes for Eddie Murphy. After My Girl Wants to Party All the Time, you think to yourself, who would let him back into a recording studio? But alas, here we are as a country once again, and our guard is down, and now we have to deal with a new Eddie Murphy album. Dear God, somebody help us. This is a terrible, terrible... Wait, I gotta lower the microphone here because there's a cop. Like a stealthy cop in an all-black car or some shit. Cop dickheads. I, I hate these undercover cops and the all-black chargers. I mean, I like when they protect and serve, but when they pull me over and give me tickets for doing a podcast while driving, I can't stand them. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know who, what department, Homeland Security, perhaps... CIA, maybe. Maybe it's just as simple as uh, one of his dear close friends. But somebody should have kept that motherfucker out of a recording studio. Because now we got to deal with more of this shit. And believe me, it is shit. And here's the weird thing. I have so much respect for him as a performer and as an actor. But as a musician, we've got to draw a line somewhere. Now, we allow some of these things to take place, right? You know what I'm saying? You got that guy from House. You got House. He's not bad. All right. Kevin Bacon, the Bacon Brothers, we'll let them slide a little bit. They're all right. They're kind of pulling it off. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, we got to just, we got to fucking draw a line somewhere. And I, and I believe we should draw a line in the sand and the concrete and the metal, if we could, with Eddie Murphy. We've got to put a stop to this son of a bitch. So he recorded a song called Red Light with Snoop Lion. Which, while we're at it, can we cut out the Snoop Lion shit? It's Snoop Dogg. And everybody's going to keep saying Snoop Dogg. Snoop Lion's never going to... That's never going to... That's like if Snooky was like, can you call me... No, you're fucking Snooky. That's it. That's how nicknames happen. They just... They come up and they stick. Don't tell me. I got a friend I call Fruit Salad. And the other one's Blowhole. Shit sucks, but, it, you know, it kind of sticks. Sometimes it just sticks. Anyway, Eddie Murphy did a song with Snoop Lion, which, by the way, Snoop, he'll do anything. Snoop Dogg will do anything. It, it used to be, like, Snoop Dogg, remember? Remember Snoop Dogg rolling down the street, smoking gin and juice, all this? Smoking gin and juice? You know, remember, remember the good old... Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg days, those are long gone. Snoop Dogg has become a character of himself. So he'll do anything. But this new song, Red Light, first of all, it's reggae. And we all know that Eddie Murphy is not reggae. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's the problem. That's like the first time I heard Shaggy. You ever hear Shaggy? He's like, And then you ever hear that guy talk? He speaks better than friggin'... Somebody who speaks really well. Boy, I really dropped the ball on that one. I was trying to muster up Shakespeare, but I kept coming up with Franklin Roosevelt and also Benjamin Franklin. I don't know what happened to my brain there. 
It's been a long week, and I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> anyway, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, like, you know, like Bob Marley was a genuine guy. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't help but be what he was. When Bob Marley sang, that's how he sounded when he sang. He couldn't help it. That was just it. You know, put, to put it on an act. Because it's one thing about music. When it hits you, you feel no pain. That's the first thing. Second thing, it has to come from a genuine place. And when it doesn't, it really falls short. And I get that Eddie Murphy wants to make music. I get it. You know, I... I, it's tough for me because I, my first love is radio. I've always wanted to do radio. I never wanted to do anything else. I just wanted to do radio. Just want to entertain people. So I, I don't. I'm not doing radio and wishing that I was on television. I just. I don't have that. So I get that he's a huge actor and he just wants to be a singer. I understand. I can't relate to it, but I understand. But at some point, you got to be like, hey, I'm just a really funny actor, a great stand-up comedian. You know, his stand-up specials are some of the best ever. He should stay with what he's good at. And if you want to make music, go make music. But keep it to yourself. Because this is not good. Do I think it's okay? You know what? The God's honest truth. It's all right. It's passable. If somebody around Long Island handed me this song in a bar and was like, here, I've been working really hard on it, I would be like, hey, you know what? Keep at it, man. You know, maybe you'll, you'll, you'll maybe get there. It's not here yet. This isn't the one. This ain't, you know, but maybe one day. But that would be a genuine person. What Eddie Murphy is doing is acting like a reggae guy and pulling off kind of an okay song. You can't, you can't rap or reggae about, you know, red light, stop light, you know, the injustices of the world if you've been living in a $20 million home for the past how many years? Now, I get that he struggled at one point, and sure, you could say the same thing about Bruce Springsteen, but Bruce really came from it. It's genuine from Bruce, I feel. You know, I just, I feel like it's genuine. Like, this is him. He can't help this. Eddie Murphy, on the other hand, I kind of feel like, eh, please stop. Well, I hate to be negative like this, but shit. You know, I mean, you got to protect your earbuds a little bit. I mean, the song is just, it's not good. And now he's going to go out on this whole thing and with press things and there'll be interviews and shit. I'll have to hear about it. And all he really needed was a close friend of his to just be like, hey, Ed, let's go get let's go get a roast beef sandwich, man. Stop doing this. This isn't good. This sucks. This isn't I know it kind of it sounds like sounds like a song. You know what I'm saying? 
took the same amount of money to make as like a song would make. But it's not, it's just, not, it's not there, man. It's not there. Let's go get fucking roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> now, I, I just, I want to be honest with you, because I always am. If they fucking offered me Eddie Murphy tomorrow to interview, I would play that shit. I would play his shitty song for you all morning long. If they were like, and play this shitty, we, you got to play the Eddie Murphy song, If you, but you'll you interview, fuck yeah, get that mother, yes we will. Not only am I going to play it, I'm going to force the rest of the on-air staff to play it too, it's no problem. This, however, is a pretty good song from a genuine artist. It's the Anthony On Air Podcast. Together, one more night, just you and me. One 
have My Girl Wants to Party all the time in my head. Holy shit. It's the kind of shit that we should uh, torture people with. Should be the new waterboarding. I feel like five years from now we're going to have Senate hearings on this. You can't let people listen to the new Eddie Murphy album. It's just, it's inhumane. It's inhumane. Mumford and Sons were escorted out of a strip club in Atlanta. I think it's the Claremont or something like that. Turns out it's a pretty famous place. It's like where all the celebrities go. It's like a really weird, like off the wall kind of a strip club where it's not like, you know, you got like really attractive women rolling around. Like they have strippers from like 21 all the way up to like 66. All walks of life. It's more about the fun vibe than sort of like a creeper strip club kind of a thing, you know? It's like a fun bar kind of a thing. I only know this now because I was researching the Mumford and Sons thing and I came across a clip of Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain got um, Alton Brown from the Food Network drunk. Literally just gave him bourbons till he was smashed and was like, hey, come to this strip club with me. And he was like, all right. Because if there's anybody that's going to need convincing to go to a strip club, it's Alton Brown. He's just too buttoned up for me. He's the one show on the Food Network I just can't get down with. I like him. I like him hosting uh, Iron Chef America. He's the fucking bomb on that thing. He's fucking awesome. He's just like, what is that, a rare Walla Walla tunip? Yeah, that must be it. That must be those rare Walla Walla turnips. Tunip? Tulip? Turnip? Turnip. That's it. Fuck am I fried. Anyway, the point is, is the guy fucking knows his shit. Listen, I get that he gets to, like, research some ingredients, but sometimes those chefs, like, you know, those chefs, they really fucking throw around some curveballs, and he still knows what the hell those things are. He's awesome. As far as his own cooking show goes, it's like, ah, uh, he's too, he's too buttoned up. I feel like I'm in a fucking science class, and I get that pe- some people like that. That's why he's on. It's just not my bag. I just can't sit through that shit. But that buttoned-up motherfucker, he got all hammered, and fucking Bourdain brought him into this shitty strip club. And, I mean, it looks like an interesting place. But regardless of that, Mumford & Sons got kicked out of the club because they wanted to do karaoke, and then they were taking pictures of themselves doing karaoke, and that's not allowed in a strip club. You can't take pictures. It doesn't matter what you're taking pictures of can't be taking pictures in a strip club so they got escorted out and I said this on my morning show this morning that is the most folk like way you can get kicked out of a strip club that is the least rock and roll way you can get kicked out of a strip club you look at the Sopranos you know why some people got kicked out of the the strip club in the Sopranos because they fucking killed a stripper like that's a reason to get you know fucking kicked out of a strip club Fucking Ralphie, you gotta go home. What'd I do? You killed the fucking stripper. I don't know. We were having an argument and she fell. I don't know. You know, that's a reason to get kicked out of the strip club. I killed the stripper. All right, I'll, you know, let me go home and cool off. That's a fucking reason. Not because you're, you're fucking doing karaoke and taking selfies like a 12-year-old girl. What the fuck? And I'm really upset because I defended Mumford & Sons against stupid Alice Cooper and his dumb face and snakes and shit. Because he was like, oh, that's not rock and roll. You know, and I was like, fuck that. That's rock and roll. You know, these guys are rock. It's kind of rock. It's folk rock, but it's still rock. 
And now they're getting kicked out of fucking strip club for taking selfies of themselves. Ooh, look at me, I'm singing karaoke, snap. You know, it's just... I hate glam rock. I really do. Fucking Warrant and Whitesnake and all that bullshit. Ario Speedwagon. Ugh, go fuck yourself. I can't, I can't take that shit. Say what you will about that stuff, but they, th- those guys had a fucking air about them, you know? They had an attitude. Axel. You know? Fucking the guy from Poison, whatever his stupid wig-wearing name is now, I forget. You know, these guys had like a, they had a fucking attitude about them, you know? One of those fuckers walks into a strip club and you can expect some crazy shit to go down. Mumford and Sons walks into a strip club and I feel like behind the bar they gotta go get milk and cookies. And again, not to idolize the 80s rock star because for the most part, I can't stand half that shit. It's fucking awful. And maybe some of that stuff was bullshit, you know, just kind of stories or folk folklore or whatever. Uh, okay. But at least it was there. You know, there was like a coolness to it. There was a badassness there. Like Tom Petty. Tom Petty seems like a pretty straight and forward guy. He doesn't seem like he got in too much trouble in his day. But he kind of fucking looks like a badass. Like, you, you look at Tom Petty and you go, you know, I could probably kick the shit out of him, but I'm not even going to fuck. Look at the way he's looking at me. I'm not even going to fucking take a chance. I'm not going to take a shot at it. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like 85% I'll knock him the fuck out. But I, he's got that look in his eye where he, he could be fucking dead. I'm not going to fuck around with it. He could be dangerous. Like, that's a rock star. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie to you. If you put me in a room with all five Mumfords, how many are there? Five, six, four? I forget. Put me in a room with them four fucking Mumfords, I'll fuck no problem. I'll take care of business. I ain't no tough guy, but I am a man. I am a man. I'll knock a fucking Mumford out. And I wouldn't be scared at all. I wouldn't be scared. If you told me, who do you want to take on the Octagon, all four Mumfords or the Avid Brothers, I'm going to fucking go Mumfords because I'll tell you what, you hear some of them Avid Brothers song, there's some rage in there. And I'm not sure if they could back it up. There's some rage in the fucking Mumford songs, and now I'm fairly certain they can't back it up. I'll knock a fucking Mumford out.
thing on my way into the car before the podcast started you know you got the clicky things on your car you know so you can unlock the door and I got all the way to the door and I go to pull it open and it's locked and I looked at the clicky thing like what the fuck is this broken and then it dawned on me that I never pushed it the whole time I walked to the car I never pushed it what a fucking asshole thing to do you never you, it's moments like that that I wish and and I have no problem taking it. It's moments like that that I wish a clown would just pop out of nowhere and spray you in the face with those old-fashioned seltzer water bottles. You know? That would be so fucking hilarious to me. Like, it didn't matter how, how much of a shitty day I was having or how dumb I felt for doing something. If Bozo the Clown hopped out of behind my car and just shot me in the face with a seltzer bottle... I would fucking giggle my ass off. I would think that's the funniest shit ever. I wish we had that in our society. Sure, I'm glad we're getting electric cars. Yeah, that's important too. But I wish there was some way we can work on this because I think it would be I think it would be nice. Even if you were on your way to a big meeting, like a job interview or, you know, whatever. If you did something stupid, you should get sprayed in the face with a seltzer bottle I, from a clown. I think this would be awesome. And let's face it, jobs are down, right? This would be a good paying job. I know a lot of people who would do this. They would love it. I mean, I guess you'd have to make it union. You know, as everything. Listen, I don't know. I grew up in an Italian neighborhood. We got to make everything union. I don't give a shit what it is. I'm going to fucking try and unionize it because I don't want to hear about it. But I, I don't know. I just think the other thing I did, too, that was stupid today. I sent an email that was supposed to have attachments on it. And I'm just fucking writing paragraphs, like, make sure you include the attachment and make sure the attachment. And then I hit send, and then I realized I didn't attach the attachment. Right then and there, Bozo the fucking clown should have came out and sprayed my face with a seltzer bottle. Maybe even get a little of the computer, too, just to, just, just to teach me a lesson. <laughs> Because I feel like, you know, you got to laugh at those things. And sometimes people don't. So maybe a fucking clown spraying you in the face with a goddamn seltzer bottle would bring a little... I mean, shit, they got those... You could make your own seltzer soda things at home now. You know? They got those things. Why not uh, get this thing going? I don't feel like this is that crazy of a fucking suggestion, to be honest with you. I think it would help those in our society that are a little buttoned up to fucking lighten up a little bit. And it would be great, because you would know, you'd make that mistake, and just bam, fucking seltzer water right in your face. <laughs> that makes me laugh. The best part about me is, when I got to the car and pulled the door open, like went to go pull the door and it didn't open, I looked at the clicker thing like it was the clicker's fault. 
Like, how did you not magically open the fucking car up for me? Like, no, shithead, you forgot. Bam, seltzer to the fucking face. That's what you get. Now that I'm thinking about it, I would, and this is my first love radio, I'd fucking quit this bullshit in a second to go do that. That'd be the best ever, just fucking spritzing people in the face with seltzer water. I mean, how much better of a society would we have, though, really? It'd be better entertainment news rather than fucking Kim Kardashian went to the supermarket today. Look at all these groceries. I wonder if she got that milk. I mean, it's on sale. Am I right, Jerry? You know that bullshit they do now? I literally saw that the other day. It wasn't Kim Kardashian. It was some other fucking asshole who I don't really, really remember. But they were like, look at all the groceries she has. And I'm like, okay. People have fucking family over. They got to, you know, I get it. They got a lot of groceries. What's the big deal? Because she's been in a movie? Why am I watching this? You know, and they're like, you know what, though? It's good to, it's good to see she's down to earth and she does her own shopping. I got news for you. 99% of the celebrities I meet are fucking down to earth. I don't know what it is about celebrities that we think that once somebody makes a couple million dollars, they automatically hire people just to, to take shits for them. I, I don't, I, they don't. Just because they got a stylist doesn't mean they can't fucking go grocery shopping. I'm sitting there watching this. I'm going, you know what? I feel pathetic for looking at this. But at the same time, I feel bad for this fucking asshole whose job it is to roll this clip of so-and-so in the supermarket and he's got to comment on it. That guy fucking sucks. Ugh, it was just terrible. I wish I could say I, like, was interested in it, but I literally, I saw the caption and I said to myself, I got to watch this video because I got to see how, what they, how they make this a story. I have to see how they make this because I can't believe it. And I was right. They didn't make it a story. I wish I had been there in the fucking studio spray that motherfucker in the face with seltzer. That would have been awesome. But back to my original point, which was those could be our celebrity stories now. Like Angelina Jolie was getting into her Maserati and forgot to unlock the car door. And bam, fucking Clown Anthony whacked her right in the face. Adopted baby in hand and all. He didn't give it. He he. And now I'd be a good shot too. I wouldn't hit the fucking adopted baby. I'd fucking make sure to get her and keep the adopted baby out of it. I'd be the sniper of clown seltzer sprayers. I'll tell you that much right now.
The best podcast that we're ever gonna do is the one where I finally smash this car and get into an accident. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just thinking about that while the song was playing. No matter how good I think a podcast is, and I'm sorry because this one was probably shit. I, I I don't know. I'm exhausted. But I I feel like no matter how good we get to, it's the one where you just hear a loud clunk. And me profusely bleeding into the microphone. That is going to be the one that is going to be the best fucking podcast ever. Like, it's kind of sad. Like, I, I, I'm realizing right now that even though that hasn't happened, and it's still a pretty strong possibility any day now, that we're never going to get better than that. Never. Fuck, never. Unless the only way we're going to get better than that is if I smash into, like, Paul McCartney or Mick Jagger. That's the only way... Uh, You know, if you hear crash, holy shit, I'm bleeding a lot. And then you hear fucking Sir Paul McCartney come over and say shit like, are you okay? Are you all right? That's the only way it's going to be better than just the average smash and killed thing. That's it. Now, what would be really, really funny is if after I smashed into Paul McCartney, he got out and sprayed me in the face with seltzer. At least it would help some of the blood stains that are eventually going to, you know, be on the clothes that I'm wearing. That's going to wrap it up for the uh, podcast. I feel as if I owe you guys another one for this one. This was a little rough. We were just forgetting shit. Timing is all off. Well, fuck it. I don't have time to record another one, so we'll have to deal with this for this week. Again, all the uh, songs that we play are up on the uh, website at anthonyonair.com. And uh, check those out. Download those if you can. Uh, by downloading those, we also that also goes to help support the podcast. We get a piece of that. Nice little fucking six cents. Nice. And, uh, but you know what? At least you get some good music. Share it around to 
When we post this shit on Facebook and Twitter, if you can retweet it and share it, encourage other people to subscribe on iTunes, all that shit would be awesome. It would go a long way. I mean, we're growing every week. I can see it in the numbers, but, um, you know, any help is uh, certainly, certainly appreciated. If you want to take it a step farther, I do appreciate that. Click on all the banners at anthonyonair.com, including Amazon, iTunes, stamps.com, and there's some other fucking one up there I can't remember right now. And uh, thanks for listening. I'll see you next time on the Anthony on Air podcast. (laughs) 